0: Hey guys, welcome to the Daily Dose of Grace. Hey guys, welcome to season two of the Daily Dose of Grace. Whoop, whoop. How are you all doing? I want to know. I actually genuinely want to know. So go ahead and follow me on my Instagram, which is at Daily Dose of Grace podcast and answer the reaction thing that I have to slide how you're doing, good, bad, horrible, terrible, surprise, whatever, let me know because I want to know. We are starting the season with a bang. We're starting the season with a bang, a new season, a new chapter. I have brought people from different stages of life onto my podcast to talk about that season that they're in and give any advice to any person who may be going or coming into that season of life. But if you're new here, hi, my name is Grace. I'm from Ireland and this is my podcast. Here I talk about different topics and I share my perspective on them. So I am definitely not going to talk too long. I'm talking really fast so I can get this over and done with because I have brought today the amazing Stacey onto my podcast, a beautiful mother who is going to talk all about it so i'm not going to dive into it so please get your water yes water drink your water your tea your coffee your smoothie whatever you like milkshake sit back and enjoy this such oh i'm so excited for you guys to hear this and um, enjoy this informative episode oh before we start Let's take a minute to think about what we are grateful for. I did this challenge, I, uh, gratitude challenge, over on my Instagram. And if you missed it, you can still go and look. I put a, a little highlight on But this challenge should definitely be an everyday challenge. And I'm bringing it here. So one thing that I am grateful for for today is that I get to bring these amazing people onto my podcast who are from different stages of life. Yes, that is what I am grateful for today. So anyways, let's stop hearing my voice and let's hear Stacy's because she has given us so much information and it's wonderful and beautiful. And even if you're not a mother, you will still learn a lot from her. So let's get into it. Hi, Stacey. How are you?
1: I'm good, Grace. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you. How's your week been?
1: Oh, it's not been too bad. Another lockdown, but here we are.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, so would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Of course. I'm Stacey. I am 21 and I am a mommy to a beautiful little boy called Killian.
0: Ah, so you're a mother. How does that look for you?
1: Today not so great because you know I'm tired but most days it's, it's harder than I think I expected and that anyone ever told me. It's more rewarding than anyone let me know.
0: Okay and how is it rewarding to you?
1: you know like i have loads of nieces and nephews and i've been around loads of people growing up you being one grace mm-hmm. but you only get to, you only get to help so much with other people's kids yeah and like when i do certain things with him like even small things like he's now starting to babble so he's saying mm-hmm. like mama baba dada and like the pure pride that comes yeah. over me even though he's only hitting milestones it's like i like i helped him do that
0: Wow. And then, you know,
1: the fear of I'd have to help him be a person. But that's that's years down the line. We don't yeah. have to talk about that just yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what did you hear about being a mother before you became one?
1: See, everyone tells you about the whole it's so rewarding and their cuddles and the kisses. No one tells you about the fact that your eight-month-old is going to slap you in the face repeatedly. <laughs> and think it's very funny. Even when you're like, please stop it. But I'm um, no, like I've been told it was the most rewarding thing you're going to do. And, you know, it's it's going to make you into the person you are and everything mm-hmm. like that. But no one tells you about the fear that comes with it. Sorry, I'm um, like the fear of is he going to be a good person? Like, is he going to be a well behaved child? Like, is he going to accomplish his goals? Am I going to be able to help him do that? Mm-hmm. That fear sets in the second you find out you're pregnant. Because all of a sudden you no longer matter. Everything you do is for another person,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that that fear is real. It stays with you, like.
0: How does that shape you into the person you are today?
1: Well, I wouldn't have been very motherly before.
0: Mm-hmm. Like you
1: know, I laugh at kids when they fall because, like, let's be real, <laughs> it's funny. You know, I would have, I would have always helped where I could, but um, I think it's really after bringing out a whole different side of me, mm-hmm. like um. I, I purposely don't hold newborn children because they terrify me. They're oh. really little and they're small and I always feel like I'm going to hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously with Killian, I had no choice. Like He was just, boom, he was put straight up on my chest. Like Yeah. <laughs> but it, you, know, you really don't get choice in that matter. But um, he's really brought me back out of my shell. So I would have suffered with my mental health for a long time
0: okay. before getting
1: pregnant and it made me very nervous and anxious and... I couldn't go anywhere alone, or I couldn't go anywhere without my headphones. Yeah, and I don't know where or when or how, but somewhere along the process of having get, getting pregnant and having him, mm-hmm. that has all just kind of faded back into the background. It's just like a bad chapter that I had now, okay. because I'm never alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's always. <literally>. A bit.
1: <laughs> but in my head, I have to be able to do these things because how can I ever imagine teaching him how to do it if yeah. I can't do it?
0: Okay. It it
1: really does it changes your whole mindset and how you think of other people and how you think of things. It really you conduct yourself differently because you know there's always there's little eyes watching me. Yeah. And the way I relate to people now is is a lot different. I I have a I have a longer fuse now. I would have been quite quick tempered
0: mm-hmm.
1: but people in general. Like you know, if people are annoying me or they're just at me like I just it always came a point where I was like you know I don't I don't want to deal with it anymore mm-hmm. I think I have a little bit more compassion now like I'd actually sit with them and be like okay what's going on okay and I think he he kind of brought that into life
0: oh wow so you've really like it's really changed you as a, person. a lot
1: a lot more than I think I thought it was going to hmm I figured like I'd have a baby and I'd still be No big stupid head me like but
0: yeah
1: no even like the desires like I would have really liked going out on the weekends with my friends yeah um I loved getting done up I loved going out I loved going partying and dancing I'd much rather sit in my pajamas with a baby on my lap now oh like it's it's crazy don't get me wrong I'm still only 22 like I do still sometimes want to go and I Mm can't with the lockdown but like of course I want to put on a nice dress and go somewhere yeah but I can't imagine if the nightclubs were still open that I would be getting a babysitter every Friday night. Okay. You know, I don't really have that want in me anymore. It just, it changes, it changes a lot. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I thought that was living my best life. Like, you know, working, going out the weekend, having a boyfriend. I thought that was like, you know, that's it, living my best life. I had no idea how wrong I was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what's living the best life for you
1: right now? Right now, it's it's mainly just spending. So like the lockdown is horrible, but yeah. it gives me so much more time with Killian. Okay. So like the first lockdown, he was, only, he was only three weeks old when the first lockdown came in. Oh, wow. So I got so much time with such a small baby yeah. that most new moms don't get because everyone wants to come and see the baby. And, you know, there's always so many people around you. True, true. I got like a solid three months of pure bonding with my little boy. Yeah. And I I can I can't be any more grateful for it. Like yeah. Wow. It's it's I don't know. I can't imagine life without him now. I don't know what I used to do. <laughs> I can't remember what I used to do before, like because now it's just it's just kidding.
0: Yeah. It's like and, he's been here forever. And as you were saying, you were um you're 22 so you're quite young so did you get any like bad stigma against you having like a child at a young age
1: um I actually had a really really horrible nurse um so it would have been this time last year I went for my 20-week scan and um I went in on my own because my partner was away okay and this she was an older nurse and just as the door was closed and she went so I figured there's no daddy and it was, it really, it really hurt me. And like, you know, maybe I would have been very fiery. I kind of had to go, no, there is. There's just not one with me at the appointment. Yeah. She was like, oh, so they do, not all of them, like the rest of the midwives I had were absolutely lovely. But um, this one midwife, I think she kind of seen my age, seen that I wasn't married and kind of ran with it. Okay, yeah. It She was sharp, like, and I was kind of sitting there going i don't know what to do obviously i had my few sharp words with her i put in a formal complaint she also Mm -hmm. had part my son so oh (laughs) i probably shouldn't have made the complaint but (laughs) oh my goodness whoa Yeah, full circle it was not a great moment when i seen her face in the labor room but full circle
0: oh my she
1: was a lot nicer to me in there than she was at the appointment i get it she could have been having an off day she could have after being delivering bad news But Mm -hmm. I was going in to find out the gender of my baby, you know. Yeah. I was hoping she'd be nicer to me. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Oh my goodness. But not from not from family, not from friends. Um, not really from anyone close to me.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So if anyone did say anything, I didn't know about it. Um I probably wouldn't have cared, it's me.
0: Yeah.
1: I probably would have, you know, just been like, well, who are you to comment? Mm -hmm. But not from anyone close to me. Most people were just genuinely excited and happy. And I think it helped that I didn't show until I was almost two. A lot okay. of people didn't realise I was as heavily pregnant as I was.
0: Okay. Oh, so
1: it kinda kinda helped a little bit because no one people were kind of more on is she fat? Is she pregnant?
0: <laughs>
1: you no. Know, I didn't, didn't really know it. No no one would dare ask because they're like <laughs> if she's just kinda fat, that's horrible. Like <laughs> yeah. But um no, I didn't I got a lot of like, are you sure you're ready? But I think every expectant mom gets that. Yeah. You know, because believe me, you're never ready. <laughs> never ready for what for what they don't tell you, you are never ready, Bert. Okay. Wow. And how was your pregnancy like? Honestly, I got a really easy pregnancy. Um okay. now I got I got severe morning sickness. I'm an attempt to say it is it's hyperbenevium genevium or gynesium.
0: Okay.
1: I couldn't say it then, definitely didn't say it right there. (laughs) It's a a severe case of morning sickness. So I had that throughout my whole pregnancy. Mm -hmm. But other than that, like I didn't get pregnancy diabetes. I didn't gain a lot of weight. I wasn't like faint or anything. Yeah. I didn't get preclampsy. I didn't get anything like that. There was no complications in it. Other than the morning sickness and the constant fear of vomiting down the town, Mm. I, I genuinely. I, I can't complain. It wasn't horrendous. Now, near the end, I was just very done. I just, I didn't want to be pregnant anymore. Yeah, just I get loud, out of here. Warm. People kept touching me. Oh. You know, I just... I, yeah, people yeah. do that. It panics me. But it's... it Near the end, like, obviously, it was just exhaustion and tiredness. And I was carrying around a whole other person in me.
0: Yeah.
1: But up until... Up until that, like I like I travelled to Cork eight days before I had Killian.
0: Okay. Oh, whoa. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just zooming around the country on both um buses and trains.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: I, I had a lot of energy near the end. Mm-hmm. Kind of wishing I had that now, but
0: <laughs> yeah. I had a lot
1: near the end. <clears throat> but other than that, the stretch marks, they were the worst part actually.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Fair but enough. other than that. I can't I can't complain about it oh I will like be you... doing it again soon but <laughs> do you want to have more kids um in the
0: future
1: mm-hmm. I I didn't grow up an only child and I'd like him to have a sibling I'd also really like him to have a brother because okay. a small girl would be a small version of me <laughs> and, um, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to handle that so but in the future I would like to have some more
0: okay do you know how many? Or are you just going to wait and see?
1: Um, I definitely will obviously have one more. Mm-hmm. But as much as I say I wouldn't like a girl if I had another boy, I would probably have a third pregnancy or go the next time to have a girl. Okay. But if I had three boys, I wouldn't go a fourth time.
0: Oh, oh okay. Interesting. Mm,
1: I, I think three is my cutoff.
0: Ah. Uh now that
1: depends like i could go again i could get a horrendous pregnancy and i might never have any more. <laughs> i'm only going off what i can go off mm-hmm. and i had a good pregnancy and i had a good labor so hopefully if i ever go again i'll get both again but like the yeah. chances are very slim
0: and as you were saying when you were um, pregnant there people would just touch you your belly so what are weird things that people would do to you when you're
1: pregnant? um i got a lot of um Oh wow, you're you're so small. Is the baby small? And I was like, No, I just I'm small. You know, you get a lot of assumptions. Okay. So an old wives tale, like a lot of people would be like, Oh, you're carrying real high, that's a girl. Or oh, you're carrying real high, that's a boy. You know, oh morning sickness, you have a girl. Oh, can I feel your bump? Is the baby moving? Oh. You know, there was a lot of a lot of that and a lot of a lot of older women would always stop me. And ask me how I was and how the baby was, and how, oh, I should be at home putting my feet up. But I did, I got touched by a lot of strangers mm. and didn't enjoy it in the slightest at mm. all. And um, another thing is like when you get pregnant, they say not to lift heavy things, but if your body's used to lifting certain things, certain weights, you can still do it just to be very careful. So in work, I got a lot of don't do that like do you not care but obviously I knew I was able to to carry it yeah so you get a lot of unwarranted concern and a lot of why are you doing that like you're gonna hurt yourself you're gonna hurt the baby as if you were doing it intentional
0: okay
1: so it's a lot, everyone has a comment to make on you while you're pregnant right? Or too small or too big or you're having a boy or you're having a girl or are you sure there's only one in there like there's a lot of comments made on your body that I wasn't ready for, and made me a very self-conscious during pregnancy.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: You know I was pregnant, I couldn't help what size my bump was, but a lot of comments were made where I kind of had to stop and be like, "No, it's not like there's nothing wrong with the baby. I've seen the baby multiple times. I've heard his heartbeat. Like there's nothing wrong with him. I just had a small bump."
0: Yeah.
1: It's just a lot of wow. You're still very small for how far along you are. It was, makes you question things that even though you know they're fine, it just, it makes you very self-conscious about yourself, even though you shouldn't be in pregnancy.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. And speaking of pregnancy, why did you wait so long to tell people?
1: Um, so I waited until I was 12 weeks because everyone says that the first three months, the first trimester are the most dangerous weeks. Oh, so um, most like that I don't like the hospital will tell you like your first trimester anything can happen, yeah. Like you could have a late uh, an early term, miscarriage anything could happen. They don't know if you're carrying one or two babies. Stuff can go wrong at any point. Um, I found out very early on that I was pregnant, and had yeah. to tell work. Um, I would have been about five, four or five weeks when I found out okay and I had to tell work and I told obviously my family and some very close friends Mm -hmm. I didn't announce it on Facebook until the August I was 12 weeks but most people had known okay but there wasn't I don't think there was I didn't put up a picture or anything until around Christmas time oh
0: um
1: I I did on Instagram there was a few spotted pictures here and there and Mm -hmm. on Facebook but um Generally, most people seeing me in person, I just didn't feel the need to put up every waking minute of my pregnancy on social media.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I wanted to keep most, not most of it, but a lot of it to me, you know, because it, it is so intimate. It's so precious. Like it's. I could have shared every every minute with everyone, but it wouldn't have left any any personal memories for me. Wow. So a lot of it was just shared with my family.
0: And actually, like, since you're talking about like weeks and trimesters, how does that whole thing work?
1: Okay. I definitely should know more about this because I have a baby. <laughs> okay. So it's broken down into um, trimesters. In the first three months is your first trimester, then three to six is your second trimester, and your third mes- trimester is six to nine. Okay. So, you find out at 20 weeks what well, if you want to find out the gender. And it's about five months. So, the middle of your second trimester, you find that out. Okay. So, but pregnancy is also 40 weeks. I don't know, Grace. There's a lot of gray area. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, in your second trimester, you can find out the sex of your baby.
1: Yeah. So, anywhere between 18 weeks to 20, 18 weeks onwards. I think around week 30 because the baby is starting to position to get ready to be born. Like That way their legs usually kind of cross and you can't find out then.
0: Okay. How did it feel to hear the baby's heartbeat for the first time? Killian's, I should say, baby.
1: Um, See, I wasn't ready for how it would sound. Okay. <laughs> like like you were expecting
0: it, was... it to sound something or...
1: I expected it to sound like a normal heartbeat mm-hmm. like mine or yours would and like don't get me wrong it was absolutely beautiful but um there because like there's a lot of amniotic fluid and the umbilical cord makes a sound that is somewhat like a heartbeat but it's not um it's very I'm not going to do it because it's mad embarrassing it's very like hushed or something okay it's, it's um, I think I have a recording. I could send it to you. You could put it in if you like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's it's beautiful, but it just kind of catches you off guard because it doesn't. Your head builds it up to be something different. Okay. And then you hear a completely different sound, and I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was beautiful. I cried. Oh. And I'm I'm not usually a very overly emotional person. Yeah. But um, I cried like a child I was like oh my god my baby has, my, my <laughs> baby's heartbeat And mom was like yeah I was like but no it's my baby's heartbeat you know it kind of it catches you right in right in your heart weeks is where they scan you here and then they ask you if you'd like to know the gender
0: okay
1: did you ever want to do like those gender reveal party things oh I did I so did <laughs> but my mom didn't know I was having a boy and um she didn't want to know Oh. And I actually found out by mistake that I was having a boy. Oh,
0: no. Um,
1: and yeah, I was going to wait till I, I had booked a 3D scan at 28 yeah. weeks. And I was going to wait to find out then. And she accidentally let it slip to me. Halloween night, oh. actually. And um, she said she didn't, but it was already in my head. So I had I had a scan Halloween night. And then I had, big, I had my big scan scheduled for the 1st of November. So I had to ask her. I was like, look, I think I know, but you need to tell me for certain because if not, it's going to annoy me.
0: That's crazy. Oh my goodness. Imagine finding out by accident. Oh. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. I am loving it so much. Here is a snippet of the um, baby's heartbeat she was talking about. (laughs) And since he's... How old is he now?
1: He is eight months.
0: Eight months, wow. What does your daily routine look like now? With an eight-month-old baby.
1: Oh, wow. Um, so, Gillian is a very smiley child. It um. He goes to sleep smiling. He wakes up smiling.
0: Wow. But
1: um, it's, it's crazy. Like, I'm not this smiley, but my child is extremely happy all the time.
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> so, he wakes up around eight, half eight. And... We get up we go for breakfast we have great fun at breakfast because when he's finished I just give him the food and he just has the best time and mm-hmm. um, we start the day every day which um we get he gets washed so I wash his hands his face his feet his bum and I dress him mm-hmm. and then he goes to sleep for a few hours and um, which he didn't do today so that's why he's asleep late today
0: okay
1: and um Then we just, our day, we don't have like a set in stone routine. So it wavers from day to day. But When he wakes up now, I'll stick him in his walker. He'll run around. He'll shout with the cat because the cat hides from him. Um, We'll go downtown. We'll go for a walk. He'll have lunch there about half, twelve, one o'clock as well. We just, we kind of do a bit of everything. I tried to do a bit of everything with him. Yeah. So I tried to get him out of the house for a little while so he's in the fresh air him in his walker he sits on the floor he does just to kind of get everything going I'm trying to get his cognitive learning up and started like get him ready for like to, he's very good with his hands and stuff but I try to do a bit of everything with him
0: do you like speak to him as a baby or like as a person
1: uh, both <laughs> <laughs> okay so like when I talk to him I like I will do the baby voice because I think everyone just does the baby voice yeah it happens but um like you know I talk to him like I talk to you as well so like if I'm sitting here and we're watching the telly and something happens or someone around us does something like he's a big agent like you know I talk to him that way as well
0: yeah
1: and he laughs just as much at both like but um I don't think I have an overly I don't overly use the baby voice I think my voice is too deep to use the baby voice too much you know (laughs) might panic him a little bit but um a bit of both yeah I hadn't really thought about that actually until now
0: and what are some things that you wish you knew before becoming a mother
1: um that it does take time that no one is born a mother and just when the baby is born it doesn't mean a mother is born it's it's scary and your body does know what to do like you will automatically know how to hold them, and stuff like that it doesn't mean it's not going to be scary though no one told me that so I was like obviously he was so small and he was so early that he was smaller
0: okay
1: it just it, it does get easier and the night feeds are horrendous oh. they're horrible no one tells no one tells you that either um I wouldn't really give anyone advice because I got given so much advice that it just everyone contradicts themselves. Everyone finds their own routine. Okay. You will find a routine and it will get easier. Um it's more so the labour stuff that no one told me about that someone definitely should have told me. <laughs> but um you know, a lot of it is trial and error. Okay. Like no two babies are the same so i can't sit and say to the next person like killian doesn't cry he's never cried i can't sit and say oh well this is what i done to make sure he didn't cry i don't know what i did he just doesn't cry <laughs> like yeah no two babies are the same and just because one person done something a certain way doesn't mean it's going to work for you it's all about finding yourself while being a mommy finding your your motherhood like it doesn't just come with the baby it takes a few weeks to kind of kick in to kind of make you realize you know I have a child I, I am a mom and your body does go with it but it doesn't stop the fear and I tried for a long time to stop the fear yeah but it's going to be with me it's going to be there forever like I would always worry about them. there's there's no stopping that like yeah even I'd though like
0: you said that so. <laughs> even though you said that you don't you can't give advice, but that's good advice. The fact that you're saying that um no baby is the same. Your mother your journey through motherhood is not going to be the same as yours. And you can't pre- you can't prepare for this type of lifestyle that you're gonna live because nobody prepares for this, you know?
1: Oh no, you'll never prepare for this. Like the difference is like I was I was pregnant, like I said, eight days before I had killing and I was in cork. I was down there for four days. I walked around the entire of um for OI life, no bother on me. <laughs> if I wanted to do that now, we're talking like four days prep, three days ready to get going, and about four hundred bags to go do that. <laughs> Even the little things like I done everything while I was pregnant. I still worked, I worked five days a week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like your everything that you take for granted. Everything changes and it's hard to get used to at the beginning because okay. the amount of stuff you need to bring with you with a baby is, is ridiculous. Like, wow. And while you're pregnant, you can just kind of, the baby comes with you. You just go, you just do what you've got to do. Like, and, and that's it. But no one, no one can ever prepare for the changes that come with a baby, even a second baby. Like I, I don't know how I would ever prepare for another baby while yeah. already having Killian. You know, everything is, just because you've done it once doesn't mean the second time is going to be the same because the second time you've already got a baby.
0: Yeah.
1: Everything is different every time.
0: That's so true. Wow, yeah. And what does your work life look like?
1: Work at the minute is um, is very different. So I only work maybe one, two days a week now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas I would have worked five, six um work was my escape like and also you know money <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um I don't have childcare for Killian all the time so my days kind of switch up and change so I don't have a set day in work
0: okay
1: so um you know single being a single mom is hard that side yeah so I, I depend on my mom to mind them and she works six days a week as well so you know she minds them on her one day off so it's really hard to kind of balance my job her job and kill you. yeah so it's um work is work is different work is long now it's hard now.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: i used to sleep until 20 minutes before my shift started get up quick shower brush my hair go to work come home sit down for hours now i'm up hours before my shift starts i'm doing all those things, all while entertaining a baby, coming home straight away to a very energetic child. So it's <laughs> it's harder now.
0: Yeah. And the fact that you're a single mom as well puts a lot of pressure on you. So do you feel like you have to fulfill two roles in Killian's life?
1: Um, I did think that at the beginning. I thought, like, how was I going to measure up to being both? And I've soon realized that I can't. I can't possibly be mom and dad. Yeah. I can be his mother. I can give him everything in this world and I can hope and pray that it's enough.
0: hmm
1: And when push comes to shove, he's got so many father figures around him between my dad, my brothers, my close friends. He, he won't ever be short on love and he won't ever be short on someone to go for, for like someone to go to for advice. Mm-hmm. And, like, the the manly things, people, like, I obviously can't teach him certain things. Yeah. But there is, he's got men in his life that will. Yeah. And I can hope and pray that when push comes to shove, he might never look for his father. Okay. And if he does, that his dad will um, be nice to him. That's Mm -hmm. all I'll say on that one. So, you know, I'm hoping he won't, he won't need... Or he won't feel like he's missing something.
0: Okay. I'm hoping
1: I'll be able to fill that hole so much that he won't ever feel like he's missing out or he's excluded or anything. But um, only time will tell on that one.
0: Mm. Wow. And do you feel like he's growing up too fast?
1: Yeah, no one tells you about that either. (laughs) He really was only a baby in the hospital because the second I brought him home, he just seemed to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's like I put him down every night and the next morning, he's just huge. He's just all in the space of a couple of weeks. He went from like this little tiny squishy baby that couldn't do anything to the monster that I have downstairs that just wants to eat and Uh scream and shout and, you know, he just, it's crazy. It's only been eight months. like
0: That's mad.
1: Yeah. And then I look at him and go, this time last year, I didn't even know he was a boy.
0: Yeah, whoa. That's crazy, crazy. To think about.
1: Yeah, I thought he was a girl. <laughs> Everyone thought he was a girl. We kept calling mm. it she. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: Whoa, time really flies.
1: It's crazy. <laughs>
0: And you probably feel like it flies so much faster when you have a baby as well.
1: But I think think it goes quicker with Killian because like my brother and his wife had a baby three months ago. Okay. And Keen looks so small still. He still looks like this little teeny tiny baby. But he's three months old. Whereas I can't remember Killian looking that small.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: It's like other babies age at the right right time. (laughs) Right (laughs) speed, the age normally. And when you have your own, it just feels like they go, they get big so quickly. Too fast, yeah. It's crazy, like. That's mad.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, since you're on the daily dose of grace, what is one thing that you have to do every single day?
1: That I have to do every single day. Yeah. mm, mm Grace, I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> I tend to start my mornings every morning with a bit of music to get today starting
0: oh
1: oh so, it usually is to pick up my mood I go okay. with a bit of lizzo or a bit of show tunes because nothing ever goes wrong in a show, in a show tune mm, yeah they always get the girl they always fall in love it's a great way to start today <laughs> beautiful
0: and what about with Killian then as a mother
1: with Cillian, I start my day with hugs and kisses from my son. And it
0: ah.
1: is a great way to start a day as well. <laughs> That's a big so- smile, a big hug and a big kiss.
0: Ah, I love that. It's- well, thank you so much, Stacey, for being on my podcast. Thanks
1: for having me, Grace.
0: Is there any last words that you'd like to say?
1: Please fix all my sorry bits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know, the last bit that I would leave it is if... If anyone ever does find out that you're pregnant at such a young age, it is not the end all and the be all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It isn't the end of a life. It's the beginning of this sounds really cheesy, but it mm-hmm. is the beginning of a whole new chapter that is just. It grows your heart like the Grinch, your heart grows. Daily. And then um, to anyone that finds himself in a single mother situation, I feel you. <laughs> I feel that pain. Mm. but um don't worry they're not lacking anything that every uh, your ma- a mom a single mom is enough don't ever think they're going to to ever need anyone else because realistically they only ever really need their moms a little bit of info is there for you Grace.
0: definitely oh i love that that's beautiful mm. great way to end it thank you So I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Daily Dose of Grace. I hope it opened you up to a new perspective that you might have never thought of before. I hope I made use of your valuable time and I pray that you have a wonderful week. Tune in next Monday for a new episode available on all podcast streaming platforms. See ya!